Hello, everyone. This is Jackie. I am a life and business coach. What I do is I help on new entrepreneurs and future entrepreneurs build their life, their finance, and their business. Um, this post is also for my podcast. My podcast is called um, Victory Chat with Jackie. Your victory starts here. So on my interviews, you all know that I let the people introduce themselves because who can better introduce the, uh, uh, you than you? So to not waste time, go ahead, introduce yourself, um, tell them your title and what you do. Sure. My name is Roxanne Robinson, and I am a uh, professional life coach, as well as a consultant and a mentor. So I wear three different hats. And um, I help women in business and in ministry. We tap into uh, what they're trying to, when they're trying to discover their purpose and their destiny. We give them winning strategies for success. And so um, it's not an easy task with what we do with them because we make them think outside the box. So I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, we always connect in a way with women that is always amazes me. At the same way that somebody caught my attention and asked me, what is it that you do? You know, where are you going with your business? Where are you going with your ministry? So I had to start asking my clients the same question. So that's who I am right now. Okay, before we get started on the questions, I want y'all to know that Roxanne does not know the questions. I did not give it to her. And right. it's okay if, you know, we don't share the uh, the same opinions about everything. It's cool the, because, you know, our focus is different. Our purpose is different. We are different people. But one thing I want to compliment you, I love the name Ro Roxanne, honey. <laughs> I, I do because when I hear Roxanne, I be like, want to say Roxanne, Roxanne, hey. <laughs> anyway, that's a side note. Listen, I just like a little humor when I when I do things. That's so, okay. <laughs> how long have you been in business? I've been in business over five years now, that's but nice. I've done. I've been a coach for over about fifteen years. You know how you were doing it, and you weren't getting paid, and you know, or people expect you to be a coach and, and because it was your friend or a, a family member or whatever. So I've kind of changed my strategy. But in my actual business, I've been in business over five years, but been coaching more than 15. Okay. So you're a minister too? I heard you yeah. mention ministry. How long yeah. have you been in ministry? I've been in ministry over 20 years. Okay, we got to put that in there, girl, because that's a job, too. You helping the people. You helping the people. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so here's some questions. Um, do you purchase things online, and how frequently? Yes, I do. Uh, I would say maybe twice a month. I'm very particular about what I purchase online. I can honestly say that Amazon has been my friend. Just about anything that I've ordered from Amazon has come when it was supposed to come. It fit, if it was, if it was clothing, um, if it was a book, like, um, you know, my books, they came on time. So a couple times a month. So what made you choose your profession? I know you got three, honey, but you know, just go through and, and what made you pick? When I think I, you know, I'm, I'm, 
finishing my book, and, and I don't want to say what the title is because that'll give away the sneak preview of what it's about, but it is helping women get to their purpose. And I thought back when I was 16 years old, how my mother religiously every Saturday, she had my sisters and I go to the Y. And we learned how to walk. We learned how to talk. We learned, um, you know, posture. We learned how to write. We learned how to dance. All these things. And so I utilized all those different uh, experiences, if you will. And before I knew it, by the time I got to college, a lot of my friends were saying, you know, you always have an encouraging word. Or you're always trying to show somebody how to do something. And some people might have taken it the wrong way. But when I thought about it, as soon as I got out of college and I needed a job and all that, I realized that that's what I was passionate about, passionate about helping people. I was a coach, you know, a girls uh, lacrosse coach, you know, when I got out of college. And so the coach and the mentoring and the consulting, it all goes hand in hand when you really think about it. When you look at what you're most passionate about, I ask most women when they're interviewing with me, what is it that you like to do? That if you could do it all day long, even if you weren't getting paid, what, what would it be? And some people stumble and think about it, but for me, I know exactly what that is. And another thing, have you found out, this is something that I've, I've seen people do, is a lot of people have a lot of things that they like. And a lot, one of the biggest challenges uh, as somebody wanting to start a business is which business do they start? Because I might love, I might love gardening, but I might, that may not be my, like, it, it, it's, it's kind of like you have to pick, you might be good at several things. You might enjoy taking photography and you may enjoy um, writing. You know, because some people aren't successful to that. If you had a person that came to you with those three things, they say, I like gardening, I like writing, and I like, what was the third one? It just slipped my mind. Um, photography. <laughs> photography, listen. <laughs> photography. And, and, and the person said, I don't know which one to pick. What would, you, what would be your answer? Um, again, I would, I would say to them, think about if you, okay, we're going to use photography as an example because my daughter-in-law is a photographer. So she can take her camera out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, any day of the week, and she just starts start snapping pictures. She'll snap pictures of flowers. She'll take pictures of her kids. She'll take pictures of something she saw in the street. That's what she's passionate about. So you have to actually write down what your core values are what do you value the most? And if you say taking pictures is at the top of my list, then once you figure out what that one thing is, you have to have a mindset that says, okay, I'm my own boss. So that means I'm going to have to work three times as hard as if I was working for an employer punching their clock because I'm the one that dictates how and when I'm going to get a paycheck. So you got to take off that hat of when you were in corporate America, come into the arena of entrepreneurship and recognize and realize that the journey is going to be amazing, but you're going to work a little bit harder than if you were at a regular job. But it's going to be worth it in the end because you're going to pick the hours that you want to work and you'll have free time to do what you want. And you have to understand one of the reasons why it's different 
is you're starting a brand new business. You're birthing a brand, a baby. You're literally a baby. And when you work for somebody, that's an already established business. Yes. Majority of the time. Now, I know some people work for new businesses, but majority of the time you're working for businesses that already been in the game. They got skin in the game, as people like to say. So I have a, a... uh, another question just about business um are you are you married uh how many how many children you have uh and if and what type of support do you use like if you use a coach consultant advisor virtual assistant and oh that's a great question i'm gonna put it like this because i believe in always saying positive things. I used to be married. I have two wonderful grown boys, three grandbabies. I have three coaches. I have a spiritual coach. I have a wealth building coach and I have a business coach. And we talk every week at different intervals throughout the day. And when my workload gets overwhelmed, I do have a virtual assistant that I depend on um, that knows me and um, when I need a letter to go out, when I need a correspondence to go out, phone calls made, flyers made, she's there and she's virtual. So I love that aspect of it. So I'm glad you said that. So with those entities involved in your growth, your business growth and your own growth, why, uh, why did you choose to add that to what you are already doing? Choose to add, excuse me? Add those support systems to what you were doing. Because I was on overload. (laughs) It was like my day would start at 6 a.m. And sometimes it would end at 2 o'clock in the morning. And one thing that we have to learn as entrepreneurs, I'm not saying that I need her every day. But when I recognized that my load was getting uh, overwhelming, when I was making mistakes, when I was forgetting about appointments and and client, you know, uh, meetings and things like that, I realized, okay, I had to surrender and get somebody to help me out. You cannot be in business and think that you're going to do it by yourself. Like I said, that's what I'm trying to keep. That's right. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to spend a thousand dollars a month to have an assistant. You set the tone with what you, and and I don't believe in saying words like budget and things like that. I believe in mm-hmm. stepping out on faith and saying, okay, I know for a fact that right now I'm working on a project that I mm-hmm. need somebody's hand in it. So I'm going to call my virtual assistant and say, this is what I have that I can pay you with. Can you get this project done in the time frame that I need to get it done? And if she answers yes, when I hand it over to her, I pay her and it's done. That's the other thing that entrepreneurs have to recognize is that when you, whether you're a solopreneur, mompreneur, faithpreneur, you know, we got all these preneurs going on. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you are your boss. Roxanne is her boss. Jackie is her boss and so on and so forth. And so sometimes you're going to need a little bit of assistance and it doesn't have to cost a whole lot of money for you to pay that person, but you also want to make sure that they're going to uh, provide for you quality work. So I've been through several assistants. And yes, that's that. part of your investment in yourself and to, in your business. And uh, you, I, I, I love the fact that you said 
I'm paraphrasing, that you don't have to do it alone. Because a lot of times we get overwhelmed, the, the sign of overwhelm, God gives us clues. God gives us clues, how your body acts physically, how you feel emotionally. Those are senses. Those are signs that, hey, you need to stop and do something different. You need to stop doing uh, do something different. And it's important that you plant a seed. Okay, right. you're planting a seed in your, your business or you're investing. Planting a seed and, and investing is really the same thing because you, what you're doing, you're putting forth effort in order for something to harvest. So you can harvest later. So you yes. can harvest, so you can, so you can enjoy the harvest. And so, and, and I'm glad that you mentioned that you have to establish, this is what I got. Can you work with this amount? Because another thing, a lot of new entrepreneurs, they feel like they can't ask for help because it's too expensive. Yes. Oh, they don't have enough money right now. Well, and you brought up mindset. You brought up mindset, which is a wonderful thing because those are some of the challenges in your growth, in your growth. So um, going on to the next question, Um, so, uh, like when you think about when you first began your journey, any one of them now, (laughs) when you think about, um, where you started to where you are, are there some things that you would have told your former self, like some tips you would give somebody that's walking in your shoes that you left? Oh my Yes, yes, yes. Just three. Now, I know it's a, t- a lot, but just get three. Ooh, three no, tell me. Ooh, no, number one, to thine own be- self be true. I'm going to say that again. To thy own self be true. What does that mean? That mm-hmm. means that you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, am I taking on too much? Do I need to slow down? Do I need to take, you know, uh, something off of my plate? That's uh, rule number one. Number two, um, you have to learn to set boundaries on your time. So right now my alarm's going off. I can't turn it off because I'm on my phone. But um, I turn my phone off during the day, my, my, you know, so I don't get any phone calls. So that I'm not constantly getting messages all day long because it's distraction. And number three, you have to be um, laser focused. So if, the, if, if you have an emergency, that's one thing. But you can't pick up the phone every time the phone rings because you're going to get distracted. It's what, 6.49 um, in the evening here um, in Eastern time. And if you say, okay, hold on a minute, Roxanne, I got to get this call. And you have me on hold, you know, for 10 minutes. That's, a, you know, wasting the time of the person that you're speaking to. So you have to set boundaries around your time. So here is a question. Um, this is about when you started. Like how long, um, and when you first started making business, how long before you, you got your first sale? How long was it? Well, miraculously it was in two days, Mm -hmm. but the reality, that was a gift from God. I know that he showed me what could be done if I put my, if I changed my mindset about my money and what I wanted to accomplish. 
However, my next sale didn't come for a couple months. And that's the other, um, uh, I don't, again, trying to speak positive affirmations into the people that will hear this is mm -hmm. that when you get ready to become a full-time entrepreneur, you should already have your, I call them storehouse accounts set up that if for some reason you don't get a client for six months, you can live off the money that you have for six months. Don't quit your job tomorrow because you got an epiphany. Oh, I, I did this wedding as a photographer. I made a thousand dollars. I could do this all day long because there's so many, there's billions of people out here that have become entrepreneurs, but they did it kind of part-time until they saw, all right, well, I've met my salary of what I used to make or close to it. Now I got a cushion. Now I got some money in the storehouse over here so that if I don't get another client for another two months, I can live off of that storehouse money that I created. That's really good. And it's important because people be thinking that, okay, I made a sale. Like you said, made a sale today. I can quit my job or um, yes, you, you, you keep your eye on the vision, but you have a responsibility for today. Yes. You got to take care of your responsibilities today. And today you have to work this job. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So after the job is over, then you work on your, you work on tomorrow and yes. you have to find, I don't want to say balance, but you have to find it, find it in your schedule. Let's, you have to schedule it. Mm -hmm. And, um, so my next question is, I, I'm really enjoying this interview. I'm just saying, I got a lot of aha moments myself. I'm going to have to take it to the bank, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about a, a question about education. Yes. Um, you know that education comes in many forms. Yes. So it's, it's training and education. Um, what do you do to keep your skills or gain new skills in your business? Oh, that is an excellent question because that's something that I definitely had to learn probably within my third year of business. Anyone that has a mindset to become a full-time entrepreneur, you should always be willing to invest in your business, invest in yourself. So that means, okay, uh, next Friday, I'm going to go to this workshop that teaches me how to um, post, you know, social media, uh, you know, clips and things on Facebook and LinkedIn and all those other places, the automated system that you're not clicking and, and, and pasting yourself. Because that's how I started out. I was doing everything by myself until somebody came along and said, you don't, you need a system for that. You need a landing page where people can come and see what you do. Um, and so even as we speak, Although I'm a full-time minister, full-time entrepreneur, I'm always looking for other things to educate myself. So I'm developing a leadership training academy, but I realized that I needed some additional training so that I would be training the leaders the right way to equip them fully to not just get the training, but when they get out of training, they can start their own business, their own ministry, and be able to have a lucrative income besides that by teaching them also how to build residual income. You need more than one hustle. That's right. So um, this is another question on training and education. Um, like what forms, like workshops, or 
uh, webinars, books, um, all the above. <laughs> all <laughs> of the above. Come on through. You, all, you can't stop learning. You cannot stop growing. You cannot. That's part of your market research because if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, whether no matter what stage, you have to know what's in the market, and you cannot know what's in the market by staying in your living room. That's right. And my vocabulary has changed and increased based on what I read, um, the the places that I go, and so. For me, every time I turn around, I'm saying, okay, I'm ready to go to the next level, which I'm going to be teaching at 8 o'clock tonight. What is that next level? What does that look like? How do you prioritize what you need to do? So most of us, um, we're saying that we're getting ready to go into 2020, but we're not really prepared. Well, I'm fully prepared because I know exactly what I'm going to do as I enter into 2020, and it's going to start on January 2nd or even before because I already have my calendar fully laid out for the year, where I'm going for training, how long it's going to take for me to do this training to establish my leadership academy. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. So, yes, that is all the questions I have. I really okay. enjoyed you. So, you before I, I let you go, can you? <laughs> Tell the people whatever new programs or services, whatever you have that's new and how they get in contact with you. And make sure if you have a website, you include the website, okay? Okay, certainly. Um, as I stated, I will be launching my Leadership Academy in November here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can be reached at 404-449-7992. That's my business number. We are... Um, reconstructing our website but it's simply kgiministries.org um and you can also reach me on linkedin facebook twitter i'm not on snapchat <laughs> and i'm excited about what god is doing to empower not only the women that are the same age as me but empower the next generation so i'm super duper excited thank you so much i appreciate so my sister with me okay. And, and I certainly enjoyed it. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.